Hello? 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 Anyone in there? What's up? What's up, dweebs? No, I'm a dweeb. What am I, who am I even talking to? Hello? Hello, fellow dweebs and dweebets. Resident dork here. Uh, Supreme, Supreme Dorkimus. Dweebus. Uh, what's another one? God, what else? Nerd. Twerp. Oh, remember twerp? (laughs) 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 Fucking twerps. Dweebs. God. What's up, man? Hey, hey, lady. Dudette. Guy. <clears throat> hey. <coughs> hey. 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 <clears throat> hey. What's up? I'm here. Oh, another podcast land. Another podcast episode in the verse of everything that's going on. Woo, man. Whirlwinds. Whirlwinds, folks. The life of Aaron. It's been here. It's been going on. It's changing. One thing that's been changed uh, recently that's going on, it's a lot of my fucking time has been devoted to this. Um, I have gotten back into the PB&J game, the peanut butter and jelly game. You know what, peanut butter and jelly time? Uh, I I faded off for a lot of years. Uh, it was something I treasured as a kid. I treasured it. And of course, I ate them. I made them in college. You know, they were, they were cheap and... Uh, that part of my bone that says I, I just want to put everything that is delicious in my mouth all the time, that part of me, uh, won the battle recently and wanted m- me to experience the adult game of uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So I, I, I did it again. Uh, now, <laughs> I know what you're all thinking. Peanut butter and jellies? What is this? Overrated? Underrated? What are we doing here? What are we doing? Aaron, you're a dweeb. <laughs> Peanut butter and jellies, you fucking dork. Now, I know. I know. But but here's the thing, everybody. The, the, the basic premise of a mashed up fruity concoction with peanut butter between two amounts of carbohydrates, a little bit of gluten, is a delicious proposition executed properly. Yeah, you could go get Smucker's fucking grape jelly. Sure, you could go that route. I've gone that route. I've played I have played that game so many times. I spent most of my life not giving a fuck about how good the peanut butter and jelly sandwich was, about how you execute it, the ratios. Yeah, yeah. you think, oh, I like more jelly because I want more flavor. Ooh, I like more peanut butter. Ooh, I like this amount. Ooh, but what are you dealing with? Are you dealing with a rectangle bread, square bread, thick bread, thin bread, crusted? How thick is the crust? Does it have fucking, is it, is it just crust or does it have 13 different grains on it? You know? What, what are you doing? How, what, what is the consistency? Starchiness. 
All of this must be taken in consideration for the vessel that is to transport the peanut butter and jelly to my mouth. Um, then you got to go with consistency. W- what are you aiming for here? All right. There's a, there is a lot of questions I had to ask myself. Do I want a, a should I toast it? Buttered or non-buttered when you toast it? Do I even want the crunch factor as part of this? Um, air frying is a possibility. You know, what do we do? With, what is the right ratio? Do you want more peanut butter or less peanut butter? Do you want any crunch factor? Do you go crunchy peanut butter? Do you go not? <sighs> I've gotten deep into this wormhole, everybody. This game has taken me down a place that's dark and I just, I, I've had to sacrifice so many things. Beth, Beth wouldn't even look at me the same. I just, I, I really, <sighs> then before I know it, I'm double layering my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, double deckers. How do you, what is even the structural integrity needed to build a double decker peanut butter jelly sandwich? I I just, I can't. Oh, sorry. It's serious. It's fucking serious. But then I figured it out. I was making it too complex on myself. Um, I, the, you go soft, okay? You just plan it for soft. You don't have to worry about toasting, right ratios, but buttered, non-buttered, amount of toasted, over-toasting it, then being fucking sad, you, you wasted bread. You don't double layer. It's just too much. There's too much going on. You can never control the drip factor because I tell you what, the number one complaint and problem to solve, the number one complaint is the bite of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich and the jelly drips out the bottom of the sandwich or drips out the side of the sandwich into the palm of your hand runs down the side of your finger onto the back of your finger because you've held onto the bread for too long because you're enjoying what you're doing the drippy jelly everybody i realized that was the first thing i had to solve so i went i started going to models well you know, you have a mud puddle in the ground. Why doesn't it just flow everywhere? Because there's little tiny walls around it. Holy shit, did I just figure it out already? That, I mean, that was literally what I asked myself. The very first thing, how do I prevent it? Well, I build a little wall around it. Well, how do you do that? Well, you have this perfect consistency of peanut butter. Creamy peanut butter. Jif peanut butter. Guys, I know. I know. <laughs> I'm skipping over a lot of what I had to go through to get to where I am with peanut butter. And just sticking with that one. Yes, there was trials. Yes, there was tribulations. Yes, there was treks. To look for consistency. To look pre-stirred. Oil on top. Natural. You know, what do you want? I want consistency, people. You know what's fucking consistent? Jif peanut butter. Yeah, I know. Some people could say, no, I'm not skippy. I'm not a fucking skippy person. I'm a Jif creamy person. That's where it sits. It's it's easy. It's not good for me. I'm not tricking myself to think I want natural peanut butter or something that has a little more protein per ounce. That I, I'm not counting ounces. I'm I'm double. I'm triple ouncing my fucking bread. Okay. So here's what I do: whole wheat, Franz, 
bread. Thick cuts, soft as fuck, little bit of a firm wall around of crust. Little bit firm, firmer. Nice. Okay. This bread is depressionable. Not in the meaning that it gets sad. I mean, you can indent it. And it holds very well. So then you take your, your peanut butter. And here's what you do. You spread a nice amount across with a butter knife. A nice amount. A thick amount. We're not fucking three-year-olds here, guys. We're adults. We can judge how much peanut butter we want. And we like a lot. Who Are we kidding ourselves? What are, we tr- are we trying to be healthy in this? No. This is gluttonous. So you spread your peanut butter across. And then you take the tip of your butter knife and you just press it in the middle and kind of squeegee around to make a dish, a bowl, if I would say, where it gets thinner in peanut butter in the center of the bread and builds up higher. And you can even take a little time if you want and really craft a nice little lip. And then what you do is on the other side, the jelly side, I love jelly. I love jelly flavors. I love jelly. I love jelly. I love jam. I love preserves. I love it all. I've been on a preserve kick lately. Apricot preserve. (sighs) Damn, that's good on peanut butter. Raspberry. Who can go fucking red raspberry preserves? Oh my God. Costco brand red raspberry preserve is really good, everybody. I've been fucking with that lately. Then what you do is you put it on there and you dome the jelly. You see what I'm doing here? I'm building a cup on one side and a dome on the other. So you have this nice thick amount that fits and recesses perfectly into the peanut butter. You get a thick pocket in the middle. It thins out toward the edge and then you use the peanut butter wall and press down on your crust to make a seal. You use the peanut butter against the bread on the other side to make a seal. Yeah, so when you're eating the edges, you're going to have a little more peanut butter in the first bites. But that's okay because you could double bite and then you got more jelly in your mouth. More jam, more preserve, whatever you're having. All right, after you've after you've perfected or nearly perfected this technique, it takes a few times. It takes a few times, I'm not going to lie. Then you can decide how you want to treat yourself. Do you want to diagonal cut it? Do you want to cut it at all? Do you want crust off? Yeah, I fucking did crust off. You know what I did with mine after I did that? I used the peanut butter as a little gasket. I scrunched it down. I cut my fucking crust off. And I made my own uncrustable. Pinched the edges of the bread all the way to together using peanut butter as glue. Ate a fucking uncrustable. My own way. Pocket. Perfectly the perfect amount of jelly inside of this pocket. Um... Yeah, I'm a dweeb. Yeah, I'm a fucking dork. Yeah, I air fry my own Uncrustables that I hand make. They're they're delicious if you want the crunch of the bread. It's it's for me, it's too much time that I would have eaten it already. No, it's it's it sounds better than it is. For me. But I'm a texture guy. I like it soft. I like it all one thing right across the top. And I treat myself to it. Every day when I get off work, I come home. First thing I do is I walk to the cabinet, pull out my loaf of bread, my loaf of bread, 
the heel ends, the heels, the ends, the, 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 the scraps, I throw those out. Yeah. Oh, you're wasting, I, you're wasting bread. I hear you all now. You, those pieces are perfectly edible. No. I'm gonna, fu- I'm a fucking adult. That this is the bu- most perfect revelation uh, that I, I've, I can choose to waste fucking bread. I can buy my $2 loaf of fucking bread and throw two pieces of that fucking bread away. I'm not going to eat them. I eat it so fast, guys. Sometimes I have two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches a day. One right when I get off work and one before I go to bed. Yeah, that's me. That's this fucking dork sitting here talking to you guys. Right now. Oh, beginning of February. UFC just happened. Just watch that shit. It's nice. About to feed my snakes. Got their uh, rats. Ooh, I should probably go check on that. Yeah, I'm going to be bouncing in and out of here. I just did a few little bit. I got some topics, some stuff I've written down I wanted to come and tell you guys about. Uh, yeah, I'm going to bounce in and out of here. You probably won't really notice much of it. Um, got to feed my snakes tonight. Clean their cages. Change their water. Give them a little rub down. They like it, though. Both their heads are out of their little hidey holes going, You got some rats for us? Hey, man, you got some food for us? We're like, you know, we can go a while without food, and sometimes we're not even hungry. Sometimes you will you will pull us out of our cages and put us in our feeder box and try to feed us and go through all that trouble of taking the rats and thawing them all the way out and getting them warm to the temperature that we like to eat them because, you know, we're cold-blooded. So if we don't just eat cold meat, we have to we have, to have our, our rats warm. And we, we like to go for temperature because we're... You know, we base most of our hunting skills off of temperature. That's why our, our noses are made this way. We're ball pythons. And, you know, sometimes we'll just say, fuck you, man. We won't even eat you. We won't even eat rats. We'll just sit here. And then the other, the other, that was Little Snake's voice. I, I imagine he talks like that. And the other one's like, do you? Like Gus off of uh, Cinderella. Gus. Gus. Big Snake. He's smart. He just doesn't talk it, you know, like 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 a sling blade. <laughs> it's out of gas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You gotta put some gas in it. Mm-hmm. That's my big snake. And they won't. Sometimes they don't even my fucking rats, dude. It pisses me off. So I put them right back in the freezer, thaw them back, freeze them back up again. I only do it a couple times, though, really. I don't let it sit out too long. I basically put them in warm water right from freezing to thawed to warm. And then uh, right out of that, I mean, you know, we're talking 15, 20 minutes of time. And then they eat it if they if want it. If they don't eat it after a couple tries, uh, I don't let it sit out forever and get warm. It goes right back in the fucking freezer again. Whoosh. Freeze back up. Got a couple of those in them before then. They're no good. And you probably want to just get a fresh rat for them to try it again. <sighs> they're not quite as picky as we are, though. You know, they like shit. Tails. Rat heads. Stuff that we probably wouldn't like. They just fucking eat it. You poop it out in nice little turds. It's pretty remarkable, really. The amount of cleanup on a snake is so easy. At least my snakes. 
they don't have like diarrhea or nothing. They just nice little fucking turds. They don't stink. They don't get weird bacteria. They just drink some water and eat rats, man. It's cool. Pretty fucking easy. So I'm going to go check on those. They should be warm here soon. Uh, you, you bunch of, you, you, you nerds, you, you fucking, you, you, um, dorks. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, hmm. Um, oh, hand back. Um, fuck, man. There was carrot cake up there, guys. Went and checked on the rats weren't quite ready yet. But their feeder box was ready. I'm like, yeah, you know, I watched UFC earlier. Had a couple beers. It's like almost 11 o'clock now. Might have one more with some carrot cake because it was there. Almost made a pan franchise sandwich. Drifts, mm. he was good. <clears throat> oh man, God, that carrot cake is good. Okay. Mm. God, man. And then I have this like by Stone, the company, the beer company. They make the like it's like this dank, delicious IPA. Is it called? <laughs> it is delicious, but it's called delicious IPA. It's like dank and hazy, citrus flavored. Oh, really good, man. It goes great with carrot cake. Because um, I'm a glutton. The fat kid in me wants to be uh, recognized for all his efforts. Um, yeah, UFC was good. The only main two fights were both, both good in their own right. Uh, Derek Lewis and... Tied to Avasa, fought heavyweight fight. Derek Lewis was number three, I think. Tied to Avasa was eleven, ranked, and um, great. Was it second round into late into second round? Tied to Avasa knockout man. They were Derek controlled the whole first round, threw in some good shots, stunned him, stunned Ty. Really good fight good one a banger they were just fucking swinging for it ty caught him caught him with a a, a clean right and grazing right a, a really solid left and elbow then they separated they came back in uh had another little exchange and then in some just dirt, great dirty boxing ty just came across with the fucking elbow and hit <laughs> just lewis was out fucking out Head do- swan dove, head first, barely caught himself, just laid there. Great, man, great fight. And then main card, you know, Robert Whitaker trying to get the belt back from uh, Stylebender, Adesanya, and uh, went all five rounds, no finish. Credit to fucking Whitaker, man, he fought, he fought a good fight. He uh, 
he lost pretty solidly the first round. Uh, and then, you know, he was in the rest of the fight, but he just couldn't really do anything. He got some takedowns, like got like four takedowns, but couldn't keep Adesanya down. Izzy just stood right back up every time. Um, really fun to watch. Really fun to watch. Yeah, big arguments. Adesanya being uh greatest middleweight, maybe the greatest striker of all time. <sighs> Who knows, man? Who knows? Anderson Silva was another one. It's fucking great. But yeah, that was good. That was really good. It was nice and fun. Uh, played some fucking video games for a little bit. I got back into Geometry Wars. Love that game. It's an Xbox game. Geometry Wars 3 is technically the one I'm playing. A little bit more interactive. A bit more uh, mission-oriented versus just time-oriented. Um, great game if you guys haven't played it. Uh, super fun little shooter. You're in a ship. A la... Like... Not asteroids, but like... I don't know. Like Star Fox... But instead of other players, they're geometry shapes, geometric shapes, romb rhombuses and trapezoids and circles and, you know, shapes, jello rhombuses, those types of things. Um, what else? Oh, <laughs> downloaded fucking Doom 64, everybody. That's right. It's on Game Pass right now. There's a bunch of Dooms out there. I used to play the fuck out of Doom 64, and it is still just, it's still fucking good, man. It's still really hard. It's still terrifying. Uh, yeah, I still remember a lot of the levels, a lot of the combinations to get through the maps. I think I'm in, um, I just finished level seven. I can't remember the name of it. I'm thinking I'm on level seven or level eight. Right now, I've been playing for a couple days here and on, you know, really fun. They're playing the fuck out of Halo Infinite. Oh, it's good. The multi, the online multiplayer. Whew. Good fun. Great fun for this fucking dweeb of a 35-year-old who's still a fucking peanut butter jelly eating, carrot cake beer drinking, video game playing fucking nerd. Look at me. Look at me. A husbander to snakes. A fucking... Husband of fucking food. You know, I enjoy my life. This, that's really what it's about. It's about taking all these little things and actually enjoying them, finding the utility in the, the, the realization that my life is so good and so easy that these are the things like, like these small little simple things are actually pleasure, like I fucking, I, I have the ability to have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and it'd be like awesome. You know, I'm not saying that it's uh like if I had a million dollars, it probably wouldn't take away. I don't know. It may take away from it. I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say, guys. I'm trying to say the small things are fucking awesome too. The easy things, they don't all got to be big things to really matter. It doesn't have to be extravagant to really offset negativity. A fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwich. This is what I'm trying to say. I just figured it out. As I was talking, my mind made up its mind. Uh, independent of the noises my mouth was making. 
small things as simple as a piece of carrot cake that's good, uh, watching some fucking UFC fights, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that doesn't drip any, that you, you can pack them so full of jelly. I don't think you guys understand. You can pack these things so full of jelly. Have this beautiful big pocket, and when you, and the trick is, is you hold it at the base. And when you make your peanut butter and jelly seal, you hold it for a while and maintain it, and it really vulcanizes. That way, when you take the bite, the trick is, guys, you you squeeze a little bit from the butt of the sandwich as you bite, and it squirts the jelly into your mouth. You can control the ratio and the pocket size. And see, that's the cool thing too is is when you take the first bite, you open up the, the you breach the pocket you create you can just squirt somehow right from the beginning and lessen the amount for the rest of the fucking sandwich the corners here's that's that that's it the corners are going to have by definition less jelly than the center so you can start working that jelly around toward the top and make your bites great all the way to the bottom and you never get leakage out the back that that small potatoes success is so much fucking cooler than all shitty things that recognizing that and feeling that and then knowing that when something bad is actually happening you're in the presence of something shitty happening then you're like fuck this is where i'm at right now you can actually call and call on and believe yourself that dude i was just eating a peanut butter and chili sandwich like three hours ago and it was great like yeah this part right now sucks but i just Life was good. life is actually good. I was just I, I was just there. That peanut butter jelly sandwich was a one way trip to fucking awesome town, and yeah, I had a little stop in Suckville, but I'm on a train, baby. Boof, we're heading. You know, speaking of which, I'm taking another bite of carrot cake. Actually, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna finish it all in one bite. I was not very long, but but it was. Beth would yell at me right now because I'm talking with food in my mouth. You guys can't see it though, right? Because that's really the gross thing, right? As long as you're not like smacking or really making inappropriate sounds with your mouth in the microphone. Like that was pretty legible, right? You knew there was some food in there, a little bit of obstruct- uh, obstruction of syllables being performed properly, but... Um, it wasn't gross. Now, if you would have seen it, if you if you would have been in the room with me and your eyes saw my mouth, yeah, that's gross. That's when talking with your mouth full is gross because other people can see in your mouth and see half masticated food rolling around between your teeth, your incisors, and your tongue. You know, so you can like make mouth sounds correctly. Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. But you know. In a room by yourself with a couple snakes, a now empty plate of carrot cake, and a two-thirds finished beer. Um, I'm free to do what I want, baby. I'm free to do what I want. Okay. I bet these mice are starting to get warm now. How long is it? Oh, it's been enough. Oh, man, I'm kicking ass. I'm really doing good. Look at me go. Um, That's fun.
And we're back after a short break from our normal presentation. Uh, thank you for being patient with us. Uh, what seemed like an hour only took about uh, three and a half seconds. You guys are probably like, that didn't really take me an hour. Uh, but Big Snake is in his feeder. He, uh, with only a little bit of coaxing, took the rat, put him in there. I was like, hey, Biggie. He's like, hey, man. <laughs> What's up there? <laughs> We're like out of the cage, bro. <laughs> I just, it's righteous, right? And I was like, yeah, man. We walk, We took a little walk, went around the house. Cosmo checked him out for a little bit. Uh, super curious about the snake. Doesn't know how to feel. Biggie could give a fuck less. Uh, he just shed recently, so he was feeling real nice. Um super hungry i think that's why he didn't eat the last time because he was just getting ready to shed um and uh so but he was hungry this time <laughs> definitely seemed like it anyway but yeah you probably wonder why i'm uh feeding him so late because guys they're nocturnal that's right snakes are nocturnal they like the nighttime they're most active when it's dark outside uh so i have their lights adjust to a day and night schedule so that they are kind of have somewhat of a clock going on internal clock adjusted by lights that i turn on and off with a button how easy to manipulate it's almost like i'm playing god of some sort yes 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 speaking of that i wore a sweet shirt today this is hail satan on it and it has this uh like like kind of new school Unic tattoo style, like new school tattooing unicorn with a. It's like pink and teal and purple, and it looks pretty sick with a pentagram, upside down pentagram. Hail Satan. Looks, it's awesome. It's punk. I like it. Wore it around it. I got some weird fucking looks. Uh, <laughs> got some fucking weird looks. Um, and I went to Costco. Ate some Costco pizza, and then as we were driving back, uh, <laughs> we were, you have to if you take a Marine Drive from Costco back to our house, uh, which is Marine Drive for everybody who's not a Portland person, is uh, the Columbia River separates Washington and Oregon for the greater part of uh, the western parts of the state, um, and. You can drive Marine Drive. It's the nor northernmost road. It literally follows the bank of the Columbia uh, east to west along the northern edge of Oregon. Uh, and so we take Marine Drive a lot because we live in North Portland. And uh, you drive right past the airport, PDX, Portland International Airport. Drive right past it. Uh, drive past the runways. And... There's some pullouts by there where you can pull over, and we we were driving by, and there was this dude parked there, this dude by himself with his dog, and he was kneeling, and the dog was sitting on the outside of the fence, looking in at the airport, like planes were taking off and taxiing and landing, and this man and his dog were just watching the planes, and me and Beth started making jokes, and then all of a sudden in my head I heard, and I really tried to do it, I was like, and it was, it, oh, how did I do it? And it was the entire, nope, hold on, and, and, and it was his, and it was his entire life that he knew, that he knew that he wanted to be pilot dog. 
uh, and earlier, or maybe this was just my head. That that was terrible. <laughs> you guys are like, who the fuck is he? In my head, I heard um, Morgan Freeman, and he knew, and and he knew from the time he was a young puppy that he wanted to be a pilot. He didn't make it through flight school because of, you know, having no hands, but he tried, and he failed. So he was at the pound one day after failing flight school, and Greg came in looking for a new puppy. He had been recently divorced and had little to live for. So he picked up... Oh, what's the name of Pilot Dog? You can't just call him Pilot Dog, can you? He picked up... Gus. No, 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 no. No, some stupid name. Jethro. Yes, his name was Jethro. <sighs> Unlike Jethro Toll. God, I give anything any name I come up with, they have a reference to it. Anyway, that was a that was a joke. Samuel or not Sam, uh, Morgan Freeman narrating the life of Pilot Dog, the dog who always wanted to be a pilot, never made it because he's a dog, and now lives with an owner, and all he wants to do is go and watch planes take off and yearns for the days when he could have, you know, when he was a young pup still and would have been able to fly those planes. Johnny, they told me. They told me I could never do it, and I tried and I tried and I could never do it. I think that's the funny joke in the whole thing. Uh, so Pilot Dog was a fun time. Um, and then I went into the pet store today to get the rats and uh, walked in and the lady behind the cash register looked at me and she goes, Rats? <laughs> And I was like, yep. And it, it was funny because, you know, you think, she, I walk in, they're like, rats. Like, ah, oh, this fucking guy's back here again. That's about some bad customer. But no, the rats they meant this time is they knew me. Probably because I'm the only six foot eight uh, dude with a red beard coming in there trying to buy uh, rats for his snakes. Maybe there's another one I highly doubt that I that anyone else in North Portland goes to this local little pet store for rats and they're six eight and red bearded. Um oh how do I know I'm six eight by the way? Because I got fitted for a tux recently. Um but you're gonna have to hold on to that story for a second. I gotta check my snake. Well, I'm looking peek right over here. He's not eating it. He's gonna try I think but he's not eating it yet. I want him to start eating it. Maybe I have to be quieter and leave him alone in his fucking little cage. Quit bugging him. God, maybe that is. Okay. Okay, I'll be back. Okay, I'm now back. And he's eating it. Whew. Oh, man. Got worried there for a second. I'm a dummy. I forgot to act. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. It's all happening. Life is good. Life is grand. Where was I? Um, I, was, I told her I was I was just playing around with geometers because I'm a multitasking son of a bitch what am I doing? feeding snakes, cleaning tanks, playing games podcasting <sighs> lots of stuff man lots of stuff man I'm kicking butt 
I don't know where my notes go. Pull them up here. Um, oh, so your boy's been busy. Uh, the Earth to Ashes music video is done. Like, guys, it's fucking done. It's, it's in fact so done that um, it's sent off to the label and it gets released March 4th. That's when it drops. So there's that. It's, it's, it's completely out of my hands. <sighs> I made something that's moving and slightly polarizing and complex, sophisticated. Um, and it releases in Europe before America to who knows how many people. And, um, we hope it does really well. We hope everybody loves it. I hope everybody loves it. My name's on it. Our band's name's on it, but fuck, I wrote it. You know? Elias, shout out to Elias. He's going to be on the podcast soon. He crushed this video, dude. Like, oh, you guys, he crushed it. He crushed this fucking video. Um, yeah, and then... uh. We have another one written that's going to be filmed here soon. I am in the process of writing a third one that I'm going to film myself. Uh, it's going to be kind of like a lyric video. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to film it myself and edit it myself. Try it to do that myself. So that's a big undertaking, but that means I can do it myself. You know, I want to see what it looks like from just my brain. Um, not, not only me writing it, my my partner, Wendigo, is writing it with me. Uh, we, Our brains work very well coming up with new shit together. Um, yeah, if you guys didn't see, uh, Metal Fellas is a fucking thing. It's going. It's a full-blown podcast now. Uh, its own RSS feed. Those episodes will not be coming on this feed anymore. So if you guys have enjoyed it, you heard the first two. Uh, they were kicked off on this platform. Um and then me, Jake, Britton, and Rusty went, man, if we want this thing to be real and kind of not have it tied to time and stuff, and if somebody only wants to listen to that, they don't have to go to my page to listen to those and scroll through all, you know, let's just, let's do it. We have our own artwork anyway. We just have our own RSS feed. Yeah, so go, if you want to, guys, Metal Fellas Podcast, look it up, iTunes everywhere, Metal Fellas, uh, Spotify, we're everywhere. Um Met, uh, third episode will be coming out soon. We've already announced it. We're doing colors by uh, Between the Buried and Me. Um, I had never really listened to that album before. It's Britain's Week. Uh, he chose that, uh, which is awesome. Love it. Uh, heavy, heavy shit. Proggy. Uh, diving through it. Diving into it. Uh, I may have a polarizing view on uh this new episode uh then it's jake's week and then it comes back to me and i'm gonna pick something that is gonna no one's gonna see it coming nope no one's gonna see my album coming it's gonna be good but yeah yeah guys i'm busy busy being creative being doing a lot of stuff uh there's also you know muddy boots happening that's a thing that's that's existing and 
ex- on my platform and uh there's craziness happening on that on that show you guys uh people are going missing cia plots uh child subversive toys uh cryptic messages we learn history we talk about science not we i mean the the show you know um just just a creative wonderful place of uh expression pure expression with everything that's going on right now isn't that what we need is just the truth with all this mains <laughs> I'm kidding I'm I'm kidding <laughs> uh, am I kidding I don't know if I am I really don't know what to think so you know what I'm not gonna think about it I got uh, fitted for a tux recently didn't wasn't planning on being a tux uh, my niece Mariah my wonderful beautiful niece Mariah uh, and her wonderful dude Sam um, whom they named their child after me, uh, their, their son they just had, uh, little Aaron. Still weird to think, still weird to say. But yeah, they named their kid after me. And uh, then Sam asked me to be in his groom's party, uh, which I'm honored to do. Uh, yeah, and so you know, I had to go get fitted for a tux. It ended up being a tux. Like I said, it was going to be a suit. He had these suits picked out, but uh, on short notice, and with shipping being weird and everything, they don't have black, and they want black. I was like, man, why don't we go with like a cool slate gray or some like dark, classy gray suits? You know, they're doing like this really cool, bur- like purpley burgundy. No, nah, not burgundy. Like it's it's more purple than burgundy uh, than red. You know, on the on the purple or side of burgundy. Um, color accents i'm like man that would look good no they want black and they go well the only thing we have in black is tuxes tuxes you know tuxedo not suits okay well i guess if we we want to wear fucking tuxes so they measured me and the dude we had you know he was he was trying he wasn't as good and they were busy and uh disorganized i never wore an entire fitting tux i never wore a tux thing i was wearing suit parts and he was measuring me and comparing them with suit cuts which i hope are close uh but i never wore a vest a coat and pants and a shirt all at the same time shit i never tried on a a shirt <laughs> listen i've been in a lot of weddings i've tried on a lot of fucking suits I've been fitted a number of times. I've measured my... I I didn't try shit on. And, um... Yeah. Yeah, it, um... I'm a little worried about my stuff fitting. But it's going to be fun. It's in like a month or something like that. Here in North Portland as well. They're getting married. uh, I'm always excited to go and, you know, participate in the union of a beautiful couple and... Fuck, I've done so many of them. Oh, hi, Kina. Oh, hi, Cosmo. You guys just barge in here like you're going to get something from me? Don't bug my fucking snake. Make, make If he doesn't eat his fucking food, you're going to have it. Go. Out. Out. Cosmo, go. Hey. <laughs> These stupid dogs. Close the door behind you. You barge in here. You kick the door. Close the door. Jeez, these dogs need to learn how to close fucking doors. They'll walk in there, push them in the nose, and open them, but they won't close them. Oh, 
But yeah, that was fun. It was a good time hanging with the dudes, me, Sam, and his best man. It was fun. What else do we got? Not a lot. Not a lot, guys. I think that about covers it. Life, uh, life is rolling. It seems to be. We'll have some cool podcasts coming up here soon. Back on the channel. Uh, got a couple friends coming on. Like I said, Elias will be on. Uh, try to get a couple bands on around here. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I just, uh, you know, thank you, dorks, for for listening to this show and being dweeby with me. Yeah, this this episode's all about all about dorks and dweebs and dudes, dudettes, nerds, fucking people, humans. Uh, you know. It just keeps going. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. What? Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Ow. Keep rolling. My voice was really good right there. It sounded gnarly. Gnarly. What if, what if I talk like this all the time? Uh, my voice sounded like this. Ooh. Ooh. It almost sounds like... It almost sounds like... Um... That voice from Star Wars, um, when Princess Leia is wearing, when Princess Leia is wearing uh, that suit and she's talking, you know, I need to talk like this. <clears throat> that kind of hurts. And I had to hold my breath all weird. Like only let out a little bit of air at a time for this published goalie. What's wrong with me? Oh yeah, I've been eating too much fucking peanut butter and jelly and cake. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Nah, <laughs> that's a lie. All right, guys, I love you. My friends are talking to me, and um, I'm gonna go. It's been real. Thanks for hanging. Uh, check it out March 4th, Earth to Ashes music video. All I know coming out, we'll be teasing it more soon. Artwork coming soon. We have t shirts we're selling. Uh, you go to earthashes.com uh, or on Facebook. Uh, Earth to Ashes, they're all linked through there. Uh, message Matt Dorado to order. Um, what else? Nothing. Nothing. I'm going to go feed my snakes, finish cleaning the tank, and go to bed, everybody. I hope you all have a wonderful week. Uh, Super Bowl tomorrow. This will be coming out. Oh, this will come out after the Super Bowl. So, man, what a game that was, huh? Whew, can you believe that that team won? Oh, can, can you believe that touchdown? Oh, my gosh. Th that sack, right? Football, football, football. I'm I'm excited to see the, the, the halftime show, though. Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, someone else. Yeah, should be pretty fucking good. Uh, excited to see that shout out to Snoop Dogg come on my podcast you just bought Death Row Records that's awesome come on my podcast no I'm kidding you'll never hear this uh, you know for everyone who does hear this I love you guys thanks for tuning in here you dweebs and uh, as always drive like you know each other <laughs> <laughs>